It's a Mind Matters free clinic, and with me is Dr. Joelle Lowe, Director and Clinical Psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Sarah, you have a question. I have a nine-year-old daughter who is very shy, and she doesn't really like being with kids her own age. I'm a bit worried because two weeks ago, I caught her having a conversation on her own. So I know it's normal. Uh, I'm not really sure in this case because she likes talking to herself, like when she plays Masa Masa, she would, it would be like she's talking to an imaginary friend, like giving instructions. Should I be worried or do I take her to a psychologist? What should I do? I think at um, eight years old, that's pretty common. I think kids, they have a very active imagination. So for them to play and, and have imaginary friends and all that, that's pretty normal. Uh, I think the more concerning part is the fact that she finds it difficult to interact with peers her age. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not very uncommon, especially if she's an only child. Maybe she hasn't developed those social skills yet. So at this point, just knowing that kind of information, it's hard to tell whether it's something to be worried about or not. But I think if you ever have any doubts, any concerns, it's a good idea to just get her sent to a psychologist or a counsellor to get checked out. Just in case, right? Mm-hmm. So in case if there is something then we can catch it early if it's nothing then great there are no issues there wonderful if you have a question about your mental health or that of those you love give us a call on 039543333 or you can send us a whatsapp voice note on 0165108888 now coming up Alyssa has anxiety about going to work and she kind of blames it on her unreasonable boss we'll address her issue right after Lenka here on light it's a Mind Matters Free Clinic with Dr. Joelle Lowe, Director and Clinical Psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Alyssa, what is your question? I, I've been working at this company for half a year now, but I have a boss that's very strict. Um, I go to work and then he gets all mad at very tiny mistakes, unnecessarily hot-tempered, and then he lashes it out on me at work. Sometimes in public, sometimes in front of other people. And then I find myself like sometimes waking up in cold sweat, like suddenly having anxiety attacks right uh, right before I go to work. Lah. So there's around 3 a.m., 4 a.m., I wake up, suddenly getting a panic attack. And then I go to work when, when I'm driving, I get a panic attack. I don't feel easy. And I just want to ask, like, how do I get over this? I think that's a really good question because I think a lot of people um, in this day and age, they go through the same kind of problems, right? And I think the main issue here is the fact that, you know, we spend, what, three quarters of our life at work, right? Um, and only a small portion of it outside and on weekends and things like that. So whatever happens at work is going to have such a great impact on the life that you lead, right? Both in on in work and out of work. Um, it's unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that you've got a boss who's so um, difficult and fierce and, and, you know, is prone to shouting at people and all that kind of good stuff, right? And I think right now you have a decision to make, right? It's whether, and I think the decision is whether to stay or to go, mm. right? And I think sometimes as good as a job can be, as good as a pay can be, benefits and all that kind of things, right? It's, you have to ask yourself, is it worth the, your mental health and emotional health, right? Psychological health. And if the answer is no, then maybe it's a good idea for you to consider leaving. That's one option, right? Mm-hmm. The other option, if you think that you don't want to leave, you want to stay on, you want to fight and show that you can do the job that you're supposed to do, then I think maybe perhaps if you can change your perspectives around the boss. So what I'm trying to say here is that if you know that your boss is that kind of person and it's not um, targeted at you, everyone gets a shelling all the time, you know, yeah. everyone gets uh, the brunt of it. Remind yourself constantly, you know, every time you're in the office and you're going to work, you know, that this is not personal. This isn't about you. It isn't about how good or bad an employee you are. It's just that your boss likes to shout at people, right? <laughs> so if you take that in consideration and make that a part of you know, your everyday work ritual, you know, I'm going to work, you know, my boss is my boss. She, he, he is like that. He's going to be like that. He's never going to change. That's going to change your, your narrative about work, about uh, your relationship with your boss and it's going to make it less painful and difficult, right? <laughs> I am concerned about the panic attacks and I think if it escalates right now, 
well, even while you're driving, you're having it, you're, you're getting panic attacks, right? So I encourage you to go on YouTube and check out some uh, deep breathing and relaxation videos that will help a little bit, right? But if it gets worse, that means in more situations and more different locations, you're getting those panic attacks. It might be a good idea to get yourself checked out just in case, right? right. Go see a counselor or psychologist, yeah. Okay, wonderful. Now, of course, it's a free clinic, a Mind Matters free clinic, zero three nine five four three double three double three with Dr. Joelle Lowe, Director and Clinical Psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Coming up, Helen, who will be retiring in a year, feels some work stress and wonders if she should retire earlier. We'll address her issue up next after Mariah Carey on Light. It's a Mind Matters free clinic with Dr. Joelle Lowe, Director and Clinical Psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. And we've received a WhatsApp message from Helen. She says she's 58, will be retiring in a year, and she feels very heavy-hearted every day about coming to work. It's work stress, and she wants to know if she should retire earlier. She adds that she is a heart patient, and I need to consider my loans outstanding, and this is why I'm stressed. And it's the only reason why I am still working but it gets very bad sometimes and I feel very down and depressed about it. Dr. Joel, what what are your thoughts? Hi, Alan. I think you're, you know, it's, it's a difficult situation, right? I think the fact that you've got um, multiple issues here is not just about work, it's about your heart, it's about your health, it's about the loans that you have, your mm-hmm. commitments and all that kind of things. The simple question of should I retire earlier isn't that simple after all, right? It's so much baggage and so much uh, history tied to it. I think it's important for you to start, especially at this age, to start making lists. And what I mean by that is to start prioritizing what's the most important thing to you yeah because ultimately there's only you know 24 hours a day and there's only so many things that you can do like, in a day right so what's important right now is for you to prioritize what's important to you be it your health be it your your commitments be it your work life maybe be it your social life personal life family life or whatever it is and use that to be your guide right i think at this point given the fact that you're a heart patient as well you know all this added stress and extra burden and, and pressure that you're putting on yourself is not gonna do yourself any good right physically mm-hmm. right and i think the longer that goes on emotionally and psychologically you're gonna get uh, you know you're gonna get a beating down as well and, and, mm-hmm. right? and we don't want that to happen uh. So right now, I think the best bet for you is to prioritize and then from there, figure out what's the next best step for yourself. All right. And with that, you mean write a list and really take a look at it and see what is the priority number one. Yeah. Sometimes it, when it gets all jumbled up in a head, it's hard to make it the tails of it, right? Mm-hmm. But when we take a piece of paper and write down everything and then from there, we can really see and, and, and it's like a slap in the face kind of thing, right? Like this is the things that are important to me and I shall adhere to it. All right. Coming up, Kieran is easily irritated and wondering if he has OCD and whether that is necessarily a good or a bad thing. That's all next after the Beach Boys here on Light. Today is a Mind Matters free clinic with Dr. Joelle Lowe, Director and Clinical Psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Call us if you have a question for him. Kieran, what's yours? So I actually have a tendency to get irritated when I see people not doing things the way I like. Or For example, if, if I were to leave a book at the table, and if someone actually moves the book away from the table and I can't find it annoying and then I, I like quickly go and adjust the book. So I'm not sure if it's a right thing or not or if it's a good thing uh, because uh, many people address this as being OCD. So I want to know if OCD is a good thing or a bad thing. Well, Kieran, I think um, I don't think it's OCD yet. I think if you are very particular about where you place your things and you have a certain way of doing the things that you do, I think it sounds a bit more like OCPD. That's uh, Obsession Compulsion Personality Disorder, right? Mm-hmm. So that means you're someone who's very neat, you know, who puts things in order. Everything has to have a certain place. So, and that's not a, it's neither good or bad. Like, it's what it is, right? And I think ultimately, is 
is it good or bad to have OCD or OCPD? That really depends on yourself, right? The key word when we use to uh, determine whether someone has a clinical problem is uh, social and occupational functioning, right? So what it basically means is your ability to function in social situations as well as occupational situations. So if you are able to function in both those uh, areas, then you're okay, right? Obviously, there's some different degrees and all that kind of things. So in terms of how you position your things, how you place your things and how careful you are with your things, if it doesn't interfere with your ability to function socially and occupationally, then you If it doesn't paralyze you, for example. Exactly, then you're okay, right? But it comes to a point where if someone moves your book and you get really irritated by it and you think about it all day long, you can't function, you can't go to work, you can't interact with your friends and family, Mm -hmm. then perhaps there's something uh, greater there. And it sounds like there's a lot of anxiety behind that, right? And if it gets to that point, then maybe it's a good idea to see a psychologist and just work things out. I'm not saying you have OCD. I I don't know if you have OCD. It doesn't sound like it, but just in case, right? All right. Well, it is a Mind Matters free clinic, so call us on 0395433333 or WhatsApp your questions to 016-510-8888. And Raju has a question about marriage. Uh, He's kind of stressed out at the whole prospect of it. We'll answer that question after Wham and Shanice up next on Light. With me today is Dr. Joelle Lowe, a director and clinical psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. It's a Mind Matters Free Clinic. And Raju, what's your question? I'm actually currently in a relationship and at the moment there is an issue where the issue of marriage has already came up. Now, personally, I don't feel that I'm at this point where I'm ready to get married. And this it has affected a lot in, in, in my lifestyle. I've been getting more acne. I've been getting more mental stress, I would say. So I was wondering if you could help to advise on how do we resolve this issue and how do I manage my mental stress better. So, marriage is stressing him out. <laughs> Dr. Joel, <laughs> what do you think? Well, Raju, I've got news. It's going to be stressful throughout. Um, but uh, that aside, right, I think communication is key. Any good relationship, any relationship that works, right, um, really communication is the key component in any good relationship, right? So I think, you know, the fact that you are feeling all these things, I mean, the fact that you're feeling it medically, physically, you're having mental stress, you're breaking out in acne, that shows how stressed you are. This is a conversation you need to have with your partner right explain to her that you know you have all these doubts and, and, and anxieties about getting married and perhaps it's not yet the right time in that sense you mm-hmm. know? everybody has their time right everybody has their own uh, time or phase in life to do certain things and if you're not ready or if you don't think that you are at that phase yet that has to be communicated to your partner because ultimately if you don't it's going to spill over right you're going to be anxious you're going to be uh, antsy about the relationship when you're every time you're around her you're uncomfortable and it's going to make things worse so the more your partner knows about it about your thoughts and your fears the better it is for you and I think that it's, it's a conversation it's better to have right now rather mm-hmm. than like three months later when you guys are signing papers or whatever oh, it is yes. and you realise that right yeah. yeah it's gonna be painful then yeah and really there is no rush yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you so much Dr. Joel for all your great advice this morning no Dr. Joel Lowe a director and clinical psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training for our Mind Matters Free Clinic 